You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 441 of Podcateers. This week we talk about whether one of us got a 3D printer on Black Friday. We give our thoughts on Netflix's newest series, Wednesday, the new film Disenchanted on Disney+, Dreamlight Valley's Golden Potato, and the quest to become the Pumpkin King. Plus, Bob Iger addresses cast members about the direction of the company now that he's back. We'd love for you to join the conversation over on our social networks, including Instagram and Facebook, but we invite you to join us over on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash links and click on the Discord button to join the community. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast for your godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers After Show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. All right, so that's going to wrap up the intro. It's time to jump into the podcast. If this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 441 of Podcateers. a little bit something like this hit it it takes two to make the thing go right <laughs> it's copyright strike right at the beginning yep <laughs> we just love it. music yeah, is fun. hey hey I guess know, what I music is good did you know that music, music is, is fun great <laughs> yeah. it's soothing it's fun it's energetic it's angry yeah <laughs> it's somber it's i mean any emotion can be attached to music mm-hmm. so and then you have music and then you can look like a fool when you're in a car and flailing around you know your arms all around like you're drumming and then nobody knows what you're doing in the <laughs> car next to you <laughs> have you but ever done I am that neil, i'm neil pert in the you know in the driver's seat yeah have you ever I done love that drumming. but not been playing music and then slowly <laughs> open your window and just reveal that you're doing it without music. I have not done that. No. <laughs> you, so if you think the looks that you get when the windows are closed and people think that you're drumming to a song, like if mm. you think those looks are crazy, lower your window slowly and continue doing it with no music. And they will look at you like you are the weirdest thing they've ever seen in life. In well, life. That's, yeah, that's no different than the looks I normally get, but it would be fun to see them anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, try it out. <laughs> Let me know. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I don't I'll... sit too much in traffic very often, so, uh, you know. Red lights, I... man. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Red Perfect lights. red lights. Green I light. have to remember. Red light. Simon says, <laughs> uh, stop. <laughs> right. Cool. So, it's been Yes, I a am. Busy Thank week. you very much. Oh, you no. We know you are. 
Oh, thanks. We know you are. <laughs> yeah, it's um, been a busy week. So it's been a crazy busy week. Uh, I'm tired right now. We're recording late, as Sleepy. almost usual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And um, I I feel like I really need a cheeseburger right now because I, since, I mean, it's been a while since I last ate. And Temporary so I'm, I'm at the point where, like, really anything will help my hunger. But as I opened up my web browser, McDonald's was flashing. Like, you know how they're really pushing the quarter pounder right now? It's like, yeah. it's a QPC, blah, 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 right now. I Like, I don't know where this QPC, like, marketing campaign came from. But they've been pushing it hard. And I opened Wait, up the web it... browser. Huh? I was going to say, isn't that the place that you buy, like, stuff on TV? And, like, like the lady's like... Yeah, if QPC, you order now, exactly. you also throw in a set of steak knives. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to cut for your easy payments of nineteen ninety five for your hamburger. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, you opened up your browser. <laughs> so I opened up my web browser, and it's almost like you know how we're always like, "Oh, your devices are listening to you," mm-hmm. and we get targeted ads. Yep. I'm almost positive my browser heard my stomach grumbling because what a coincidence that my browser decided to show me a hamburger when it knows that I'm hungry. Conspiracy? Maybe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a mystery. Asians loving it. I am loving it. You know what I would love even more, though? A QPC. McDonald's. Send me a QPC. You can sponsor the podcast. <laughs> that's all. That's all we need. Just just one, one eight dollar, uh, you know, value meal. They don't even have to be large or anything. Unsweet yeah. tea, uh, French fries, <laughs> no onions. I don't know. Is yeah, that how I you, had. Is that yeah, how you I take your burger? So, I kind of. <laughs> <clears throat> so this is going to sound really sad to some people, but I feel like. I've gotten to know some of the fast food restaurants in our area well enough to know where they make certain things a little better than in other places. Mm-hmm. And theoretically speaking, because McDonald's is a franchise, every burger that you buy, regardless of the country, the state, the city, whatever, it's all supposed to be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A Big Mac should be a Big Mac. A Quarter Pounder should be a Quarter Pounder. But I've noticed that Whatever they do to the onions before in some places, like the onions taste like like super oniony in some places. Like they're not dipped in water, they're not like rinsed or whatever the case is. So it's they're a lot more like pugnant and they like I like I can't stand them in the quarter mm-hmm. pounder. So in some locations what I will do is I will substitute the slivered onions for the dehydrated onions that they put in the little cheeseburgers uh-huh. or or I will dress my quarter pounder as a Big Mac. And so they'll add all the stuff for the Big Mac. But now you have this burger that tastes like a Big Mac, but it's got like these two giant pieces of like patty inside mm-hmm. versus the whatever tiny flat cardboard is inside of the Big Mac. Uh <laughs> And then in the ones that I know do a good job with the quarter pounder, I'll leave the slivered onions because in those locations, they also seem to add salt and pepper a little bit more sparingly, and it just mm-hmm. helps the burger taste better. Yeah. So 
I know that sounds sad to some people, but I, look, I like a quarter pounder. Quarter uh, pounder is my, my thing go-to to get. at McDonald's. Yeah, that, that is my go-to. Quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. See, I'm a I'm a plain guy. I do plain meat, cheese, bun. That okay? okay. Yeah, he does. Plain <laughs> all to, I'm the plainest person you'll ever meet. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. I mean, there's no nothing green, wrong with it. No I mean, green yeah. in this diet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the beauty of the of the QPC yeah, <laughs> or the a, DQPC. Not... <laughs> that there is no green in that burger. No, nope, there's pick in there pickles on there. That's green. Uh, yeah, I guess I didn't Dude. think about that, but yeah, I guess the pickles. I mean, I eat, I like the pickles in that burger, so it's all good. I mean, I don't really there you go. care about it. But uh, you know, I don't know if I've had this conversation with you before because I don't think. We've ever gone to McDonald's together, but I don't think what do so. you dip your fries in? So I most of the ninety percent of the time I eat my fries plain. Okay. If I'm feeling saucy, I will get hot mustard. Oh, oh. interesting! I've never had it with hot mustard before. Hot mustard. I've I've my dad was the one that introduced me to hot mustard when I was a kid, and that's the only sauce that i'll get if i get nuggets it's hot mustard and most people don't even nuggets know that I mcdonald's like hot has mustard. hot mustard i didn't like, know you people ate didn't. hot mustard i'm like what <laughs> at mcdonald's i do <laughs> wow i mean it's not hot like like spicy it's like, like tangy jalapeno. mustard but that's yeah. Like, yeah it's spicy yeah. that's adventurous for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah hot mustard but yeah hot mustard and fries is pretty good but most other places i'll do you know um like I'm a fry connoisseur. I eat a lot of hamburgers and fries. So Word. we could talk about this all day. <laughs> so like Red Robin, you got to get the ranch because that's like their like thing if you go oh, to Red yeah. Robin. Is Do ranch. you get the I'm, garlic fries at, at Red Robin though? I just get the regular fries. Oh, no, because I oh. Because I love the ranch. Like I mostly, the, the, the fries is a conveyance vehicle for ranch. <laughs> oh, I love that they have, one, the, the fact that they have bottomless fries at Red Robin is like mm-hmm. the best. And the fact that they do, like, the garlic fries with the uh-huh. ranch, like, oh. I mean, you can also get bottomless broccoli, but who wants that, right? Like, Nobody <laughs> wants that. Yeah, no. Nobody, Nobody wants bottomless that. broccoli. Those little trees. Um, yeah. Ooh, um, eat your vegetables, kids. Th- yeah. Eat your, yeah, kids eat the vegetables. Don't don't <laughs> act like us. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other Wendy's, got to dip it in the Frosty, right? Wendy's, I get a baked potato. <laughs> what? Yeah, baked potato instead of fries at Wendy's. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. How do you uh, like your In-N-Out fries? Uh, animal fi- uh, fries, no grilled onion because I don't like onion. Oh, so it's basically okay. the cheese, cheese in the in the spread. Still good. Yeah. So I've gotten them a couple different ways recently. Normally, animal mm-hmm. style was the way that I did them. Yeah. But the two In-N-Outs closest to me. Unless I specifically tell them go easy on the spread, it's basically like the fries are swimming in spread, and I don't like that. Um, so I'll normally, if I'm going to an In and Out where I know that they're like moderately adding yeah. the, the sauce, I'll get them animal style, but I always yeah. add chopped chilies. And yeah. then uh, if it's one of the closer In and Outs, I'll just do cheese, cheese, grilled onions, and chopped chilies. And then get a packet of spread. Because you can no. do that. Did you know you no. can do that? You okay. could. Yeah, my wife does that a lot. Like, she normally will get the pl- the fries plain, and then she'll dip it in the spread. Yeah. See, my in and out like, every – well, my, my – I, I go to, like, three <laughs> different ones because there's a bunch around. Like, there's so many near me. They – every single one 
they put like one dot of spread on it. And it's like, How oh, I always sad. have to get more because you eat it and it's like the whole bottom is just dry fries. And I'm like, their fries are fine, mm. but. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I also have to get them well done. Sorry, I didn't mention that. Oh, I, I also reg- have to. I'm fine with regular. Yeah. Yeah, I have to get them well done. All right, so before we continue, before we continue with more fries, let's backtrack because I wanted to ask Mel this too. Hmm. Mel, what do you dip your McDonald's fries in? A mix of ketchup and mustard because okay. I'm weird. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I I like that. I've had that before. Uh, normally, when I'll go to like a like a Ruby's style diner, mm-hmm. like a like an old school diner, for some reason those big thick fries or like. But mm-hmm. what Steak you know, the like Jim's burgers, like yeah, yeah, the big chunky fries, like those I like to dip in like ketchup mustard. McDonald's specifically, though, I love to dip them in their barbecue sauce. There's oh, like something yes. about true. their barbecue sauce that just like ah, uh, it's, like, it's weird to say, but it's comfort food. It is. For me it is when I eat the McDonald's fries with their with their barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Um. Nobody talks about Burger King fries, but Burger King fries are kind of crunchy, yeah. and I kind of like that in the fry. So Burger but- King fries weird me out. It's like what Burger King fries feel like to me is they took a casing of French fry and filled it with and mashed potato. Inside. With mashed potatoes, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. It feels crunchy on the outside, but, but on the inside, it just feels like a mushy mashed potato, like... It feels weird. So nobody talks about Burger King French fries. No. Those are just kind of <laughs> out. Uh, Wendy's. Are you Frosty Dipper or are you just uh, also fries and mustard at, at Wendy's? Or do you just not eat at Wendy's? I don't really eat much at Wendy's. I don't. I've I've been mad since they changed their fries, which was like 10 years ago when they went to like the natural cut fries. Because I used to like Wendy's fries a lot. And then they went to the natural cut fries and I've not liked them since. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. All right. And then uh, In-N-Out. How do you like your In-N-Out fries? Oh, animal style spread all over. Give me the onions, everything. (laughs) (laughs) I want everything. (laughs) Wet fries. Yes. (laughs) Nice. If I could find a way for them to also mustard grill the fries... I would love that so much because I've every time that, that I get the burger, on the burger, oh, dude, it's the burgers that I make now at home. The majority uh-huh. of them are mustard grilled because of how much I like the ones that in and out. I'm gonna have to try it. I like mustard halfway decent, so I might yeah. give it a shot. Yeah, crinkle cut is a is a is a favorite of mine too. If you get a crinkle cut in there. Those are good. Like Del Taco has. Oh like yeah, those are oh, good. Crinkle hey, Del Taco fries are actually they're really good. good. Del Taco fries are good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't knock them. <laughs> I mean, I don't like their tacos. Like they should no. be like Del fries instead, mm-hmm. because their <laughs> fries are way better than their tacos. Agreed. Car- and cut see Carl's Jr. I always get the waffle fries. They've changed. They used oh, to call yeah, them yeah, crisp yeah. cut fries, and now yeah. they call them waffle fries for some reason. I don't know why. They must yeah. have you know lost the deal with the crisp cut company or something. I don't know. How dare they? They. How dare they? Those are good. Um, yeah, I will yeah. agree. Arby's got curly fries. Uh, <laughs> oh, I I, you know fries. what? I haven't eaten at an Arby's in like 15 years because uh-huh. we used to have but an Arby's have a meat. block away from where I used to work. I know. But <laughs> every time that I ate there, regardless of what I ate, I always got sick. Mm-hmm. And so I... Like we had them like super close. They were like a bl- like walking distance from the place that I used to work at, mm-hmm. and so uh, it was horrible because like 
four blocks away from where we work, we had Randy's Donuts, and then like a block and a half away, we had like Arby's. So the Randy's Donuts and the Arby's got us in trouble a lot that year. <laughs> um, so yeah, but uh, I haven't eaten at Arby's. The Chris Cut Fry. Oh, you know who has uh, decent curly fries too? Is Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box has yep. Curly Don't like fries their fries, too. but the curly After fries are decent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With the munchy meals or what you do they have? You can yes. only eat Jack in the Box in, in the middle of the night. Dude, right? Maybe, maybe that's After what Disney? I need to eat when we're done. <laughs> maybe I need a munchy meal. Munchy meal. Let's see where else. Uh, Wiener schnitzel, chili fries. You got to get the chili fries. Actually, oh, I went from there at, at Del Taco. I get the chili fries as well. I like chili fries. Oh. See, I like fries. Fries are good. <laughs> yeah, I always love getting chili fries when they're like the big, thick cut steak fries, yeah, like, like from fries. like the Jim's Burgers or like the mm. Mom and Pop Golden Ox or whatever. Uh huh. Like those are usually the places I like to get chili cheese fries at. Like. Anything else just feels like I need to order 17 of them to feel yeah. like I ate. <laughs> like the shoestring fries at Wiener Schnitzel will not mm. over. <laughs> Since now we've talked about f- 15 minutes on French fries. I know our phones Next are going to just show French talk. fries and stuff. <laughs> it's like, here's a Oh, head. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> We're so screwed. <laughs> if it brings up a coupon, I'm cool with it. Right? If it doesn't, then how dare you listen in on my conversation, you damn device. <laughs> <laughs> uh hey so i have some bad news oh no uh, i want to quickly shift because you know we're recording this after thanksgiving black friday happened cyber monday uh-huh. happened and like cyber week or whatever they call it right right um i i i mean i i didn't get a 3d printer excuse me what yeah <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't get a 3d printer well that sounds like uh, I think you have time still. It's Cyber Week, my man. You... But <laughs> the sales aren't as good as I thought they were going to be. That This is true. The, sa- yeah. the, the Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals, not as good, not as like, they're not hitting them as hard as they used to, which, you know, is probably yeah. a combination of things. But they there used to be like, you know, I'm glad that they're not having the stores open on Thanksgiving. True. And so I, yes. you know, people are you're not having that. to like work on Thanksgiving and stuff like that. But I do miss the like, all right, we have like you go to Target and Walmart and you know wherever, and they have just bins in the middle of the aisles, and there's all a bunch of stuff, and it's just like a bunch of cheap crap, and it's like, but I want it all. Uh, they didn't really have any of that anymore. <laughs> like they didn't have much. They had like four bins or something when, cause I went shopping on black Friday with my wife and my mom. And, uh, we just like, you know, the best place we went was old Navy. And it was just cause the wow. whole store was, you know, there's like, okay, whole store 20% off or whatever it was. Wow. Um, but other than that, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't as good a black Friday as, as you know, you're saying the deals aren't, aren't there as, like hard and heavy as they used to be, if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, they used items used to be like up to what seventy. Like you would get really good deals, but eh, times have changed, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, with so many like companies moving to online sales and Amazon dominating mm-hmm. you know, sales for for these types of like events, plus they have like Prime Day. Prime Day has had some pretty decent deals 
where it's been like Black Friday and it's been Cyber Monday, which is really the point, right? That's what they're trying to do. But by the time that you purchase on Prime Day or Prime Day 1 or Prime Day 2, since they have one in the spring and they have one like later in the year as well, like if if you were looking for a TV, for instance, like Black Friday mm-hmm. deals were always like great for, for TVs and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you get it on Prime Day and it's delivered to you, you don't have to go anywhere. It's undercutting all of the other companies, obviously, that would have like there's no trampling. You don't have to get up early. You don't have to camp out because we used to do that, too. Like when we were like younger like we used to camp out and you know get the latest video games get whatever like you know see if you were one of the three people that got one of the ten dollar 60 inch tvs that they had at best buy (laughs) oh my gosh you know (laughs) so like a lot of the 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 sport of it all you know isn't really there like for Mm -hmm. me anymore because everything's so easily accessible online uh i'm probably part of the problem and i acknowledge that (laughs) but I mean, it gets cold, right? And I could stay at home and buy so much more. Exactly. Be at home. I don't have to get, you know, changed. I don't have to put on shoes. I don't have to put pants on. I don't have to put right? on pants. I, don't have, I could do it all from the comfort of my toilet if I wanted to. I was going to say, like, well, you don't I have, have to worry limits, about a bathroom. But, okay. <laughs> That's In the true. hot tub. <laughs> Whatever. If you got one. Whatever, you, you know. I wish I had a hot tub. Yeah, I don't have a hot nice. tub. Same. Somebody out there's <laughs> got to have a hot tub. At least one listener has has a hot tub. And if you have one, you can place your orders from there. Yeah, and then you can invite us over, and we can have a hot tub party. Ooh. <laughs> what if it's a time machine, though? Oh, yeah, well, that'd be even better. <laughs> Let's record the podcast from a hot tub one time. Let's do that. <laughs> the entire time you hear. Oh, geez, that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everybody just heard that. And they're like, yep, that's going off. Yep, no more. You lost your skip, skip 15 You lost seconds. speaker skip privileges this seconds. week, sir. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, sadly, Black Friday did not have. I mean, you know, it was. I feel like it was one of the first Black Fridays that I wasn't actively looking for anything. It was just kind of one of those, yeah, like, if same. they have something cool, like, maybe I'll get it. But uh, I wasn't actively looking for anything. Uh, surprise, surprise, there were some decks of cards that were released, you know, limited edition Black Friday stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. was only available on Friday. Uh, so I picked up some of that stuff. Uh, picked up a couple gifts for the kids for Christmas, but outside of that, I don't think other than the 3D printer, like like legit talk, I was actively looking for a decent price for a 3D printer because mm-hmm. I went as far as trying to clear an area in my office <laughs> to Dedication. place this 3D printer so that we can you know print some cool stuff to give away. And I'm gonna make I you. I'm gonna come it. up with a ceiling mount thing that. St- telescopes down so you have a 3D I've seen that table. on TikTok like you I don't know if you're kidding but I saw somebody mount their 3D printer to their ceiling and that's how they print you know what Ed's you know great minds think alike is all I have to say all, and I've if anyone can do it but... it's you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah if any of us can do it it's gonna be you 
Yeah. Well, we so the thing I'll is buy we the printer, three D printer to print the parts to make the mount to hang it on the ceiling. <laughs> Ironically, yes, that is true. But that's just that's a short term problem. Yes, exactly. You can put it on the kitchen table for a week until yeah, to print the parts. Yeah, that's a short term and... problem. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't a, a big Black Friday, but it's cool. I mean, over the weekend, I did have you know, the weekend off. So it was a nice long weekend from work. Um, got a chance to catch up on some TV stuff. We were watching Wednesday on Netflix. Have either of you had an opportunity to catch that yet? <laughs> I haven't. No, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch it though. I, 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 I've been too busy. It's winter time's my busy time. So I've not been able to watch anything yet, but I'm excited gotcha. to see it. So story time. <laughs> okay. Uh oh. Um, Mel and her husband decided. Oh, you know what? We're gonna cut down. We don't need Netflix right now. Kind of forgot that Wednesday existed, and um, now I have to look for a certain way to watch the show. (laughs) So big mistake (laughs) on my part. After the podcast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, the thing about Netflix is that it's gotten more and more expensive, and. Mm Like, for us, I feel like we kind of live in Disney Plus, like, 80% of the time. Yeah. And a lot of the other time, I haven't really been on Netflix. I've been, like, on Peacock and HBO Max, like, watching other stuff on there. Um, So, cutting Netflix isn't something that's, like, it's been something that we've thought about as well, right? Because we're not really, like, watching stuff on there. Um, But I remembered Wednesday was on. And... I have to tell you, I I didn't know what to expect, right? Tim Burton right. directed it, you know, and, you know, there's – I didn't know if it was going to be, like, Beetlejuicy funny or if it was going to be, like – I don't know if there was going to be songs like Nightmare Before Christmas or – like, I didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, one, if you, if you go into this show expecting it to be – the movie Adam's family or like if you're a big fan of the TV show, you're mm-hmm. going to be disappointed. Like you cannot go into this show expecting it to be the movie uh, okay. because uh, it's a, it's a very different tone. Um, I think part of the reason that I've enjoyed the show so much, like I, I will say that like I've actually really enjoyed it. I think I need like one or two more episodes to finish the entire like season oh, wow. that they put out. Um, but I think one of the reasons that I've enjoyed it is because growing up, uh, I may have talked about this on the podcast. Like I was, I'm a huge like fan of like mystery stuff. And so I love reading Sherlock Holmes. I love reading like Encyclopedia Brown, you know, the Hardy Boys mysteries. Like I grew up on a lot of books that had to do with solving mysteries and mysterious items and, you know, things that go bump in the night sort of situations, right? Mm-hmm. And this show, the best way that I can describe it is it's a it's kind of if Veronica Mars met Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nice. Interesting. Okay. But it's Wednesday. <laughs> That's like... That's the best way that I can describe it. Like, it's obviously, it's all her point of view. You know, she's off at school doing her her thing. But the entire premise of the show is, without giving stuff away, like, the best way I can describe it is that Veronica Mars meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer. 
And so if you're a show like if you're a fan of either one of those shows and you go into this understanding that this is not like da na 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 you know, it's not right. Adam's family, it's not Adam's family values, it's not the TV show, I think you'll enjoy it. Nice. Uh, and I think you'll enjoy it even more if you're a fan of um like all the CW shows. Like all the okay. CW shows are kind of the same, like Riverdale, Supernatural, Nancy Drew, like Sabrina. All of those. Okay, so like I'm not Sabrina. gonna like it then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. I, uh, I think you might. I think you I was might. mad about Riverdale. I was like, all right, here we go, because it was kind of like the first one. They're like, okay, it's an Archie show. I'm like, okay, Archie comics, da 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 da. There's been a murder in Riverdale, and murder. Da, da, da. I'm like, was it Jughead? Yeah. Did you like Sabrina? The Chilling Adventures I didn't of Sabrina? Wa- I watched, no, I like Sabrina the Teenage Witch with Melissa Okay, Joe I like them both. Okay. <laughs> I haven't watched did the other like, one. I'm, did you I'm like not, Veronica Mars? I never watched Veronica Mars. Oh, okay. Um, let me see. Did you watch Supernatural? Uh, I've seen some Supernatural, but I've not watched it regularly. Did you enjoy those episodes you watched? They're all right. Okay. Did you ever watch Buffy? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I got nothing for you then. That's okay. I'm still gonna check it out. Like I'm not. I'm not knocking it based on those things because the the casting looks great. You know, it, it's getting good reviews. Oh yeah. Um, I've not heard anything that's like, oh, I, you know, where Riverdale was, people were confused about, just like me. Like, what is this? Yeah. What is going on? Well, this doesn't seem to be the same. The same issue. So I'm like, well, I'm excited to check it out. I will say that I have had conversations with people where they thought what you thought about Riverdale about Wednesday. That's why I'm saying that if you're going into this expecting it to be the film or the TV show, it is not that. Like it is. Yeah, it's totally like its own like genre of Adam's family. Like if we got a few seasons of this and it didn't get super watered down, like I'd I'd be happy with this. Like it was it's been fun so far. My biggest connection to Adam's family is actually the musical, um, oh. which is which is a lot more based on the comic strip. A lot of people don't realize Adam's family started as a comic strip, like a newspaper comic, um, and so that's where like a lot of the characters are based on. And I think the Tim Burton character is actually a little more true to um, the comic uh, character versions of of the family versus the the you know, te- television show or the movie, especially when it comes to Gomez. Like, if you look at the early, like, the comic version of Gomez, he's not this, like, Rico Suave, like, I think it's the second time I've said that. It was, <laughs> no, we said, I said that yeah. earlier before we were talking, but, but like, you, you said know, it about the French uh, fries like, earlier. <laughs> yeah, Zorro kind of, like, like, you know, uh, man about town whatever you want to call gomez in like the movies and stuff he's like this like like really short stocky guy with like a weird haircut and like a like a uh like a little thin mustache like that in the comic that's how he's drawn and so when they kind of the the tv show the movies they made him this like you know uh, like Zorro guy or something. I don't know what, how to explain it, but you go, you know who he is in the movie. It's it's that kind of thing. And now it's Luis Guzman, I believe, yeah. right in right. the in the show. Yeah. And I like that casting, and I like the the Fred Armisen casting, and everybody else. Like the casting seems great, so I'm excited to see 
to you know just the character the, the actors I like in general so I'm excited to watch that and see how those they all work together yeah yeah I mean the overall you know I I think people are gonna find stuff to criticize about it um, I went into it with very I don't want to say low expectations because I was kind of hyped about it. Like when they first announced it, I was kind of hyped about the fact that we were were getting this thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I went in, maybe uh, low expectations is not the right phrase for this. Um, I went into it with an open open mind. mind? I'll say there you go. (laughs) I went in with an open mind. Yeah. All right. Uh, Because I know that every time that they've done reboots like this, every time that they've, you know, tried to, bring something and give it a little twist that it doesn't always click right but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think they've done a good job with this so far jenna ortega nails the role of wednesday adams like i've i remember watching jenna ortega when she was on a show called stuck in the middle like you guys know i'm a sucker for those tv sitcoms right like i love tv sitcoms and stuck in the middle was just another funny TV sitcom that was on Disney channel. And one, uh, it was funny because a day or two ago, Sunday, I I think, uh, Disney plus released a meme of Jenna Ortega. I forgot that she said this on the show, but when Disney plus, okay. Posted this on their TikTok, it said like, they posted a clip of Jenna saying, you know, if all of the kids in our household were days of the week, I'm the Wednesday. And so the caption just said something like, you know, congratulations to our Wednesday or our, our you know, our, our middle child or something like that. Like, I uh-huh. forgot what the caption said. But I thought like, oh, sneaky. What a great way <laughs> to like, you know, sneak in the fact that she was on your service first. Yeah. <laughs> But stuck in the middle, I liked it. I uh, I never saw it on Disney Channel when it was on because we mm-hmm. we cut the cord like years ago. But Disney Plus had it, and so whenever we were having family time, like we always choose like one sitcom and then try to get through the whole thing. And so oh, okay. one of the boys chose this one. Just like he's like, oh, this kind of looks interesting, and we started mm-hmm. watching it, and we actually enjoyed it. So uh, if you're into TV sitcoms, stuck in the middle on Disney Plus. Uh, featuring Jen Ortega, Wednesday Adams. You know, it's a it's a fun watch. Um, hey, speaking of Disney Plus, the Disenchanted, yeah, you know, the the sequel to Enchanted with Amy mm-hmm. Adams bringing in Maya Rudolph this time around. Have either of you had an opportunity to watch this? Not yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I I was able to see it. I te- I. Uh, I hadn't seen Enchanted, so I had to watch Enchanted first <laughs> before I oh, watched okay. Good start. Enchanted. Um, so I watched uh, Enchanted, and then the next day watched Disenchanted. So what did you think? Well, let's start with Enchanted, since you had never seen it before. What did you think of Enchanted, and what did you think of the sequel? Enchanted, good movie. Like uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know why I hadn't seen it before. Um, just kind of like a, you know, fell by the wayside, didn't have, you know, I whatever at the time I didn't see it. Uh good movie. Um yeah, I uh I'm a fan. I do like the, you know, the mix of animation and live action and I do like how they did that as opposed to trying to do like 
the Roger Rabbit route where, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, where there's like, now this is just the cartoon land. And then when you come to the, the you know, the real world or whatever you want to call it, uh, you're just like a person, like not animated person. So that was fun. You know, the the pigeons and the the rats and the cockroaches and stuff <laughs> when she's singing clean up the apartment that's funny um so yeah first movie good movie second movie a good movie um i think you know i don't have you know i've just watched the first one so i don't haven't sat with it for a long time but i think it's a, a faithful sequel um uh the first movie kind of turned you know was kind of like subverting all of those tropes of princess movies and kind of like poking at them with, you know, oh, this happened and this thing happened and da 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 And this kind of then flips that a whole, like, another time, like, you know, to a third side of, well, I missed this, so we're, we're, uh, we're gonna have our fairy tale thing, and, you know, the way, I don't want to spoil it for, for Melissa and anybody that hasn't seen it yet, but just how how they get into it and the beats of it and everything and her wrestling with different things um i do think is a a, a good uh turn uh from the original um i i will say there was a uh not so subtle but if you don't know what it what it is then you wouldn't get it multiplane camera joke in the like visual gag in the 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 film the opening like the very opening of the thing i thought it was the funniest thing this like is this won't spoil anything but it's you know the multiplane camera has like what like six or eight planes that it can go through this was like 30 (laughs) and it was just like kept going hill over hill over hill 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 and then we did some more went under a bridge and more and more hill 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 i thought that was was uh, very funny yeah, um, they but, they did a great job with the opening for that film. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, uh, you know, uh, Pip, uh, standout character in the in the <laughs> the film. Pip is a cat. Pip is a you know chipmunk. All great. So yeah, I I had a good time watching Disenchanted. I did notice that. Um, you know what? Let me, Hazen, you tell me because you, you saw it as well, right? Yeah, we we had. So you talk about it first, and then I'll talk about the other thing I was going to talk about before. So you go. I mean, I agree with you. I think you know. I have to admit that there was a part of me that was a little worried about this because I didn't, I didn't watch Enchanted right before this one, so Mm -hmm. I did have to sit with the other one, or I did sit with the other one for, you know, however long it was since we last saw it. Um, and you know, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. But my favorite part of the first one is Carrie Underwood. Uh, anyhow, so, you know, when this one came around, there was a part of me that was a little worried as the, like how they were going to take the story and, you know, use the title to really talk about or tell the story of what was going to go on in this one. And Mm -hmm. I was kind of surprised. I was expecting something ridiculously cheesy I was expecting something that was going to be like over the top, uh, 100% geared towards children. And I, I mean, honestly, I think between Amy Adams and Maya Rudolph, 
I think they played so well off of each other that it was difficult mm-hmm. to take the film as just a kids movie. Like they yeah. okay. they they just work so well together that I really enjoyed this film. Like I I this one is one that I hate to say I kind of had some low expectations for mm-hmm. uh because I've seen what they've done with some of the other sequels but I wasn't mad at this one. Like if, if like I feel like I don't mm, I don't think Ah, oh, this is going to sound this might sound bad. I don't think this would have done super duper well in the theaters. Like I don't see this as a theatrical release that's like, "Oh my god, it's going to make hundreds and millions of thousands of bajillions of dollars." But this is a solid decom. Okay. Right? Like it was I I hate to list it like that because I I feel like it's in the middle. Right? It's not like yeah. it's not like full decom, it's not theatrical release, but it hit in so many of the right spots that if you enjoyed the first one, you're gonna enjoy this one as well. It's it's a good movie. Okay, that's yeah. It's sounds promising. I, I, it, it doesn't deserve so. You know, I've been going on Rotten Tomatoes a lot because we've been talking about Strange World and everything, and this movie has such a poor score. On really? Rotten Tomatoes, I think it is very undeserved. It has a thirty-eight percent from critics. No and a 50, way! Yeah, and a fifty-five percent from audiences. So it's it it has a horrible rating on on Rotten Tomatoes, and you know that that's not where you you know necessarily get your you know movie news and and whatever. And everybody's movies opinions are different. What what clicks for them, but. I don't think that this movie deserves a, a 38. Um, yeah, that's way too so low. It was, I mean, you got Alan Tudyk in there as a, like, a, a talking piece of paper. Like, it's, <laughs> that it's, was fun. It's got, yeah, and you have, I mean, it's got a great cast, and I think the story is inventive, um, you know, maybe not as much as the original one because it was something that hadn't been done before in Enchanted. But this, I think, is a good continuation of the story, um, and maybe people just didn't want a continuation of the story. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, but the I don't, you know, you, you said something that I think also applies to the second one, though. You said that the first one hadn't been done before. I think that mm-hmm. the way that they tell this story also hasn't been done before. I I agree. That's that that I just you know. I, I don't know every movie that ever exists and stuff like that, so I'm not sure. But this is something that I, I think it's inventive on how where the story turns go and where it ends up. You know, it it all you know some of it was predictable, but it's a you know it's a children's movie. It you know right uh, at the end of the day, so they're not supposed to be some highbrow you know, M night Shyamalan twist ending or whatever. Like right. <laughs> it's, it, it's a, it's a kid's movie. That's supposed to be fun. Um, the only criticism I might have is it, it does feel a little like they had too many characters. Um, ba- if okay. you compare it to like the first movie. Um, but I mean, even maybe not so because the first movie you had Giselle and the Prince, 
I don't remember all these people's names. So you had the Heron and the Prince, and then you had Robert and Adele Dazeem, and then you had <laughs> the daughter, and you had the queen, and you had the like the footman guy or whatever. His her little like yeah. lackey. So that's seven people. And Eight, in this you have two. She had two. She had two. Yeah. Two guys. Uh no, uh Maya Rudolph's character had two lackeys. Well, no, so that was seven in the seven in the in in Enchanted. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 right. So in this movie, you have all of them, but take the queen or the queen and the little footman guy away, and you kind of replace that with Maya Rudolph, and then her two lackeys, um, and then from there. It, I don't know. It just seems like everybody had more stuff to do, so you saw less of the main cast. It was like a lot of stories broken up, if I had a criticism of it. I don't think that's too big of a thing, but the you know the the whole uh, Prince and what's an Adele Dazeem, their whole kind of storyline, they kind of came in and did their little thing and felt a little forced if I had to say, you know, anything, but I still liked the whole thing. I thought their song was funny um yeah. uh and everything. So it's it and, and yeah, a little cringy but on purpose. Um so Yeah, I feel I, like I, it was on purpose cringy. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot of cringy like on purpose stuff because a, a lot of this is is from the perspective of the teenage daughter um and so that that's kind of the lens that you want to view it through, uh, right. in my opinion. So I I I don't think the movie deserves its low score. Um, I wonder what what other listeners think on what what this if they've seen it what what they think of it. I'm excited to see what Melissa's gonna think when you finally get to watch it, because I think it's a it's a fun and entertaining movie. Like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm happy to hear good stuff about it and to hear that one to hear that it's a like a good uh sequel that's huge because we know like there's been some sequels in the disney realm which they're just like why did this happen this doesn't make no like we didn't need this so to kind of hear it kind of it does well and i'm okay that it's cringy i mean I like when it like plays fun on each other and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm kind of excited to see it. I just wish I had a little bit more time, but I'll definitely get a chance to like sit down and actually watch it. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it's not going anywhere. It's on Disney plus. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True that. Uh, all right. Well, there's a couple other things that we wanted to touch on before we wrap up today's episode. Uh, but before we do, I do want to take a moment to remind you that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it is their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. If you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, head on over to podcateers.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a little info on the FGP Squad, a link to our Patreon. And being a part of the FGP Squad family just gets you some additional perks like access to our happy hour calls, uh, access to additional content that we've uploaded to our Patreon, uh, random giveaways, discount codes on Podcateers gear, access to a special section on our Discord, and more. 
So uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, FGP Squad, we have a date for our next call. So mark it on your calendars. We hope that you can join us. We are scheduling our next happy hour call for December 10th. So uh, we hope to see you there. Uh, we know we didn't have an opportunity to do one this month. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to hanging out with everyone and uh, yeah, so more info will be coming on that. We'll post it on Discord. We'll post it on Instagram. Uh, we'll remind you, obviously, as we're getting closer to the date. But mark it on your calendars. December 10th, we're going back to happy hour. Uh, and, of course, uh, as always, we always appreciate everything that the FGP squad does for us. So we just want to send a huge thank you to all of them for their continued support. Oh, and look at look at what's right here next to me. The, the big, big wheel. old wheel. It's the big wheel, everybody. Here we go. We're gonna spin the wheel. Come on, big money. Come on, big money. One penny. One penny. Today is Will. Hey, Will. Will. Thanks for being the FGP squad member, Will. Uh, much appreciated. Will, I am very grateful that you are part of the <laughs> FGP. <laughs> um, uh, Will, my man, thank you. Um, you're so cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm running out of uh, like, out of things. Like I don't want to like, like like a cool cat and a kitten. Will's Will's yeah. cool. I was trying to think Pickle. of like Will puns, Will, more Will puns. Uh, I uh, will. Will you do us the favor of continuing to support us? I sure hope you will. Will um, I'm sure I have. When I was in elementary school, I had a friend named Will, and he would get all the jokes with like Will this and Will that. So I'm sure Will has uh, suffered through those enough. So I will just cut this short and say thank you, Will. Where there's a will, there's a Podcateers podcast. Where there's a will, there's a cool person. And his name is Will. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, thank you, Will. Thank you to, of course, all of the members of the FGP squad. So uh, a couple other things that we wanted to talk about or I wanted to throw out before we, we wrap up today's episode. Briefly, before we talk about anything else, since we were on Disney+, Plus, we were talking about what was on there. Um, mm -hmm. There's a ton of new Christmas content. Like there's holiday content just dropping over and like every week they have a couple new things on Disney Plus. Uh, mm -hmm. From what we were looking at earlier, it looks like some of the newest things that have dropped in the last couple of weeks are the Santa Clauses, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. There's an upcoming uh, animated like a 3D animated uh, movie called Mickey Saves Christmas. No, that's a, hey, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That Mickey, that I, I don't want to interrupt your list, but that Mickey thing, that's not 3D, because it was just on, it was on the D ABC, I think, but that's like a stop motion, um, like special. It's not like a stop CG or motion. anything. It's, yeah, like you know, like Rankin Bass, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. Frosty, like not Frosty and Snowman. Well, Frosty and Snowman was Rankin Bass, but like yeah, the um. Uh, Year Without a Santa Claus, Rudolph. It's in the vein of those. So it's it's uh, Yo, what? like a return to form kind of thing. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I thought it was 3D animated. I didn't know. Yeah, like, even I, when they announced it for ABC, I thought it was 3D animated. This kind of is like snuck on to like the radar. Like it kind of just happened. And 
there was, as far as I'm concerned, and I, you know, seem to have a finger on the pulse of most announcements, uh, it just kind of, like, happened. Like, they're like, here's the thing. It's It comes out in a week. And then it ha- came out, and now it's on Disney+. Plus. So I don't know, like, when it was announced and all this stuff, but it, it seemed to sneak up on, on, uh, on me, at least. Now I'm even more excited about this one, actually. Now that I know it's stop motion, I know how much work goes into stop motion stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, but anyway, cool. you said yeah. There, there's other stuff on that list. I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, <laughs> no. I mean that's great. I love that. That was fantastic. Um, so yeah, so we have Mickey Saves Christmas. The this actually just aired. I think the the over the Thanksgiving holiday it was the wonderful world of Disney magical holiday celebration across two parks on both coasts originally on ABC but now on Disney Plus for your viewing pleasure. Uh, shortest title that they have on Disney Plus. A spectacular magic. event, magical, yeah. TM. Um, <laughs> so that's on Disney Plus now. Something I did not expect to see, by the way, the hip hop Nutcracker with Rev Run from Run DMC, wow. and then Best in Snow. Yeah, yeah. Best in Snow uh, looks fun. That's like a snow carving thing with uh, Titus uh, Titus Burgess, um, p- but he's like playing a character. He's the host. If you've nice. watched Kimmy Schmidt, he's Titus on Kimmy Schmidt. If you if people don't know who he is, and um. He's the host, but he's playing like some character. I forget his name. We've we've watched one episode or like three quarters of an episode, but he's very silly on it, and it looks fun. Right on. So, uh, I've only I've only had an opportunity to dive into the Santa Clauses. Like we've seen a few episodes mm-hmm. of that so far, but like, what do you think of us going through all like? the majority of this new Christmas content. And then we dedicate an episode like a couple episodes from now to just talk about all the Christmas stuff that's on Disney plus. Sounds good to me. Fun homework. Yeah. (laughs) I'll suggest, you know, we'll, we'll give our thoughts and hopefully uh, people will, uh, if they hadn't seen them already, give them a good idea of what these are. So I can dig into them before Christmas, you know, right before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You know what we'll do? Because we're actually just planning this one a couple weeks in advance, what we can do is we can post the list of things we'll be talking about in that episode and then get mm-hmm. feedback from people on Discord and we'll share it on that episode, you know, yeah. to see how people are feeling about it, what they like, what they didn't like. And now we just uh, have to remember I think to do be that. Fun. Oh, I'm sure somebody will remind me. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will remind me. And I'm thankful for that because, listen remembering stuff this last year has been one of the hardest things for me. And so let's the just fact assign that... it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that people remind me to do this or, you know, they, they post about it. it. I'm so thankful that somebody does that. So uh, Brian, so yeah, we'll remind Hazen to <laughs> post it on discord. Okay. Once you hear he this. Will. Okay. <laughs> so Brian, thank you so you, much for the reminder. Uh, so yeah, so we'll post that. We'll post the episodes or the shows that we'll watch, and then that way we can have a discussion on Discord. We can bring it over to the podcast. We can have some of the comments. It'll be great. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, Disney Dreamlight Valley. I haven't yeah. played in the last few days. I've been, I've been kind. Okay, so 
couple things here. One, if you're on a Mac and you've been wanting to play, December 6th is your date because Disney Dreamlight Valley is finally coming to the Apple App Store. I don't know if it's going to run on like an iPad or anything like that. Uh, although I do think that if you have like an iPad Pro, it might be beefy enough to run it. Uh, I think it's got like a Mac Mini chip in it, so it should actually haul it. But I don't know if it's gonna it be like able. just barely runs on a Switch, so I think that it, the iPad I, Pro should handle it just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sadly, yes, I believe you. Uh, so Apple App Store December six, Dreamlight uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley is coming. We have a Toy Story update coming very soon as well. So if you've been stuck. I think that's kind of where I was. Like, I got to a point where I finished all of the tasks, all of the quests, all of the, like, storyline elements. And I was purposely holding off on, like, one piece because I was waiting to be able to record it. And then I accidentally, like, got half of it done without recording it. So now I'm, like, on the final piece of it. But... Uh, the other thing that I started doing was y'all know that I love to farm pumpkins. Yeah. And yeah. pumpkin my original, fiend over here. Yep. Yeah. My my original idea, and I, I think I'll just share it now because, okay, so here, let me tell you what was going to happen first. So, one, I had this idea of farming several rooms worth of pumpkins because, you know, you can fit about 100 chests inside of a room if you expand it to like its largest like if you expand your house right and uh-huh. in each one of those chests you can have 16 slots and of those 16 slots you can have 50 pumpkins in each slot so you had a good like 80,000 pumpkins in every room you know just under 100,000 pumpkins in every room and so i didn't I didn't really want to calculate how much that was going to be if I sold like an entire room's worth of, of like coins. And my goal was to try to hit like the highest number that I could in Disney Dreamlight Valley if I had like a room full of pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And then because I, I kept playing, but I wasn't really recording because I, you know, just like my my schedule wasn't permitting. So I was kind of like squeezing in farming the pumpkins. Like I would literally just log on to like water them or farm like like harvest them and then plant new ones like every few hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Like on my lunch break, on my regular breaks after work, like three o'clock in the morning, like insane <laughs> hours. But then I, I farmed an entire room of pumpkins. And so I had it. And I thought, okay, well, now's the time to record this video. But then I farmed again, and I thought, oh, well, now I I have all these additional pumpkins. All right, well, I'll just start another room for now until I can record and get all these pumpkins sold. Well, I didn't record, and now I have two rooms full of pumpkins (laughs) in 100 chests. So I have um, a, a lot, a lot of pumpkins that I can sell. And if Let's you know see. the price of pumpkins, it's quite a bit of money oh, or quite beautiful. a bit of, of star coins <laughs> that you're going to get with that, right? Yep. But then, but then I thought to myself, wait a second. Some of the meals actually sell for a lot more than just the cost of the, the food item itself. And so I figured mm-hmm. out that pumpkin puffs, 
I believe, is the best way to go because it is the least ingredients. So buying things mm-hmm. like the eggs and the milk and stuff like that will offset my profit a little bit, but I could still make quite a bit more because I think you get like 644 star coins for one pumpkin. But for the puffs, you get like 1,200 coins. Oh, geez. And so... (laughs) Start cooking. So now my goal... (laughs) Now my goal is to take two rooms worth of pumpkins and make however many pumpkin puffs I can and then sell all of those. Insane? So wait. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So there's 50 so there's 50 chests in a room. Is that what you're saying? Correct. No, okay. there's and 100 then, chests in a room. Oh, those so are so you have 200 chests of pumpkins. Correct. I have a calculator out. And, and so you each can fit chest, 16 slots. 16 slots and each slot of okay. those holds 50 pumpkins. And then 50 pumpkins. Okay. That's 160,000 pumpkins. Yes. And I believe <laughs> each one of those pumpkins on their own would sell for 644 star coins apiece. Okay. 103 million star coins. Right. Now, so, if, but if the pumpkin suppose, puffs. Let's suppose I was okay. able to do all the pumpkin puffs. You're which sell for I don't know twelve hundred maybe, a hundred and ninety two million <laughs> coins. So here's wow. here's what I'm concerned with. I really think I'm gonna break the game. That's what I was wondering, because <laughs> the game crashes very like a lot. Oh, it it crashes with just a thousand pumpkins that I try to like, you know, mess around with on a daily basis. And and granted, this is like every day that I farm, like I'll take a part of the profits of the pumpkins and I'll empty out Scrooge's shop, right? Well, <laughs> I yeah. stopped emptying out the shop. I, st- I stopped buying the things that I saw all of the time because there's always that this like mermaid and, and table. Yeah, lamp. and yeah, there's the lamp, the mermaid and table, the... Like the modeling thing that they have, like yeah, the it's like dress a bu- it's like a dress form with a dress on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That thing's always there. Um, there's like a tree that looks like it's got colored mushrooms on it. That's always yeah. there. Oh yeah. And like Elsa's bed, I feel comes up a lot as mm-hmm. well. Uh, so because of that. I stopped buying all the stuff that I already had like 12 of because I wasn't paying attention to it as, like as much before. Uh, I'm still hoping that one day they enable like sending stuff to friends because ah, I'm just going to have a field day sending stuff to people at that point. That's like the next um, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So has it been insane playing Disney Dreamlight Valley? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've invested a lot of hours uh, more than I'm uh, inclined to say out loud. Um, but I like I feel like I've gotten this far with the pumpkins and doing the pumpkin puffs is kind of like, should I do it? Yes. I'm afraid of breaking the game, but should, <laughs> okay, I, should so. I attempt it? So I've done this math. I've Googled all of the prices. So... Pumpkin puffs sell for fourteen eighty nine star coins. 
Okay. And eggs cost 220 and cheese costs 180. So you would be at uh it would be 1089 coins what is profit after your investment um of cheese and egg. Nice. So, That's not bad compared to nope. the 644. Yep. That's almost double. Yeah. I don't know. Like so, I, yes. I mean the the cooking part is really the most tedious at this point, right? Because right. having to load up the the ingredients every time and going through the stupid animations like i wish you could just say like cook a thousand and then it just made yes. a thousand for you make as much as i have enough for. right yeah like that would be a great feature but the fact that you make one and then it goes through the little da, 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 like animation and it shows and you, you just what press you made b so you could pass it <laughs> i know i'm complaining over nothing right but still ugh. so so Anyway, I, I would, or just sell your pumpkins and then be done with it. But or it's almost do that. double, though. Yeah, but what you're getting greedy now, Hazen. What are you going to but do? You clear out Scrooge's I, store every day. I don't you could know. Like, I feel all your like pumpkins it's the thrill of the to... chase at this point for me. There's no other things to do in the game right now. Okay? Hi, my so name is I know Hazen, we got Toy Story coming. to pumpkins. Listen, I kind of am, but <laughs> until Toy Story drops, until the next one, which I mm-hmm. like, until that new stuff comes, like there's nothing else to do in the game, right? This is true. So why not do something that like like there's a goal to it now, right? And it's not just like a I was able to farm for a day and I went from level one to level ten with whoever I happen to be like harvesting with, right? It's it's mm-hmm. like this is. It's taken me weeks to do this, like like weeks to farm this mm-hmm. many pumpkins. And I don't know how long it's going to take for me to cook that many pumpkin puffs. But guess what? <laughs> I'm probably not going to stop harvesting and farming pumpkins while I'm making all these puffs. So who knows where I'm going to stop? Just as long as you have your screen on to, what is it, settings? Is it settings at the very end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Settings. And then have that yellow, that yellow tab all the way down to save game so that every time you cook, save game. Oh, I know. Do that, oh, save game. Not Just kidding. keep going. <laughs> you are not kidding. Listen, I am actually, like, I, I've thought about this, right? Because it crashes mm-hmm. so much, I've been in the middle of harvesting pumpkins and I've gotten through, like, 500 and then all of a sudden the game crashes and harvesting that many pumpkins is a good like 40 minutes right it's not like it's not like five or ten minutes of your time so i with the amount of pumpkins you farm well i mean look i have a goal in mind i I know i'm just (laughs) maybe we can make a compilation i have 198 damn it i want (laughs) to be the pumpkin king (laughs) um So, so I, okay, so I'm actually considering purchasing the PC version to do mm-hmm. all of the cooking on the PC where I know it's a lot more stable than it is on the Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. Like do a cloud sync or something. But I've also heard hor- horror stories of people doing cloud sync and then losing their game entirely. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of like your battles, <laughs> right? 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'll keep you posted. I, I this is I'm probably I'm really the only one that's amused by this right now, and really <laughs> the only one that's like, oh my god, like how far can this go? Uh, I think other people are gonna listen to this and think like you are wasting your time, sir. But while I'm sitting down relaxing, like on the days that I was like laid out, you know, like that's that's what I did when I woke up. Like I played for hours at a time, just resting and you know recuperating, and like I that's how I that's kind of where this mess all started. So <laughs> I like I don't know. I don't know what my goal is other than. Like probably making as many at like making as many star coins at once, um, because it's not going to be an easy task, right? There's all the cooking, and then on top of that, there's all the selling because you can only sell whatever's in like your main inventory when you go back to Goofy. So mm-hmm. I don't know. This is. I wonder if It'll I could be do it by an the end adventure. Of the <laughs> How many weeks do we have left in the year? About four. Not enough. Four weeks? Yeah, do you think I can do it in four weeks? Five. Let's see. If you count five-ish? one, two, three, four. four. If you count the week we're in, five. But if uh, you don't count the week we're in, I four. <laughs> four and a half. All right. Well, listen, I am ugh, man, to cook a hundred and sixty thousand pumpkin puffs. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll get one of my kids to do it. I'll pay them for each one that they do for me. We'll see. Yeah. You out. better not pay him per one. You better pay him per You per know what I can do? I hmm. wonder if I did get the PC version, I wonder if I could set up a macro to click and load and just get through them while I'm doing something else. That's above my pay grade, but maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be afraid to mess with the game, and then they're like, oh, there's a bot. And they'll just, mm. like, ban okay. or something. I don't know. Oh, it might Too many that, games. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I think that. All right, to be continued. I'll keep okay. you posted. <laughs> uh, I'll see where this goes. But uh, Pumpkin so yeah, Hazen will coming. return. <laughs> so new content is coming. We got Toy Story coming. Uh, have you? Uh, has either one of you gotten the golden potato yet? I don't know what that is. No, I oh, want you don't know about this the golden potato. potato. Oh, okay. Know. So Disney Dreamlight Valley. You know they got a Twitter. They got you know their. You know, on on social media, they ended up posting a couple of images. One of the promo Mm. images that they posted had what looked like a code that you could redeem inside of the game. And so some people thought, you know what? Why don't we try this? And so I saw this on Reddit. Somebody tried the code and it does for some reason it doesn't immediately work for everybody. Like some people have to try it up Mm -hmm. to 10 times before it happens. But if you redeem the code that I will give you and I will also post on Discord, you get a golden potato as an item. Just a, like like it's just a golden potato. Just a golden potato. Now, it looks like this golden potato might be part of an upcoming quest. So it might have dropped like as a teaser for something that's coming and they were hoping because finally the like this is like 3 or 4 days later the the Dreamlight Valley account finally posted something on Twitter that said some eagle-eyed sleuths finally saw this uh, this code and they redeemed it and so some of you might already have this like new item you know more to come so people are excited because this was just kind of a random drop right nobody was expecting it the code I will post it on Discord uh, but it is 
G-P-O-T-O-A-T-O-L-D-F-S-E-N-N-M. Again, I'll post it on Discord in case you missed it. I'm not going to repeat it. It's way too long. When you try to redeem it in your help section, you may have to just try to redeem it up to 10 times. Some people are getting it within the first couple of tries. Some people have to do it all 10. But when you finally redeem it, you'll have your golden potato. The account on Twitter also posted a fairly cryptic tweet. They posted a clock, an arrow, a map, and a rocket, and then the date 11-30-2022. So the day that this episode drops, we're getting something new from Disney Dreamlight Valley. What is it? I don't know. Some people well, wait, are speculating. Wait, wait, wait. What, were the, what were the images again? Uh, a compass or a the, clock. Oh, okay. It, okay. I, I want to say that it's a compass. Okay. Uh, so it's a compass, an arrow pointing down, a map, and a rocket. Jack Sparrow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's a rocket flying to the moon. So somebody was like, it's Treasure Planet. I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm trying to see if that's just related to Toy Story at all, because the rocket could be Buzz, but the rest of it, it's kind of, but I don't know. But the compass, the arrow, and the map, couldn't that be like Neverland? That's what I was thinking, too, if they had a star. Yeah. Time. I mean, Maybe. the rocket Time. has little stars around it. Dreamlight Valley I mean, tweet. I'm surprised that we don't have Peter Pan yet, so... Who knows? Well, I mean, so we don't have Peter Pan yet, but we do have Skull Rock. We do. Over we on, do. on You're right. Dazzle Beach. Mm-hmm. So it could be next. So it is. It could it's, be a, it's a compass. It's not a clock. So I'm looking okay. at it. It's definitely a compass. So compass down map rocket. Rocket Man. Elton John's coming to <laughs> I knew it. Dreamlight I knew Valley. it. I didn't want to <laughs> say it. I didn't want to say it, but I knew it. (laughs) Delton John. He went from Dodger Stadium to Disney Dreamlight Valley. Hey. Ah, It's funny. So anyway, that's what's coming. I'm excited because we haven't had much to do in the game. And uh, I, I, I know some people are like, there's nothing else to do. But I will admit that aside from the glitches in the game when I have like nothing else to do and I'm just kind of farming it. It is very reminiscent of animal crossing. And so just kind of sitting there and, you know, listening, the the only sound scratch that there's two things that I could do without in the game. And that is Donald blowing his top all of the Thank time. You. Because oh. he sounds like a freight <laughs> train. And the other thing is Maui just appearing out of nowhere and just being like, like, bro, really? Just stop. Just, just move on with your day. Just, just move on. Like, if I, I could, agree. if I could get those two, like, if I could filter them out and just be like, filter these characters or like, confine them to their homes, like I would do it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, or even just take those like animations away or quiet them. They did adjust the like after we talked about it the um the thunder and lightning and everything in that update oh, that's was not true. as bad so they are changing stuff that you know if it's 
annoying enough people, it might uh, be able to be changed. True that. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. Well, I guess by the time this episode releases, then we'll know what that tweet was about. So we could talk about it on Discord, but we'll talk about it next week and see what it was. Um, and we got new content coming, and then I'll keep everyone posted on what's happening in the Pumpkin Kingdom. Because uh, we do have that big old pumpkin house also in the Forgotten Lands, which we still don't have an answer for. But we'll see. I live there now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so before we end the episode, I wanted to bring up, uh, obviously, you know, big news last week when Bob Iger returned as the CEO of the Disney Company uh, in one of the craziest transitions ever. Bob Chapek was ousted on a Sunday, you know, and then Bob Iger just kind of rolled back in on a Monday. So uh, that cast some crazy waves around the world, obviously, with stock prices and with cast member feelings and uh, with investors and everyone, right? Because it's big news the way that it happened. But uh, Bob Iger has been making some changes. He recently had a, a meeting with cast members, and the, the meeting was meant to be private. It wasn't like a, like a public forum or anything, but some of the information from that meeting leaked out into the public. Um, you know, one of the rumors that he, that he spoke about in, in this meeting with, with the cast members was the rumor that's been going around recently about Apple purchasing the Disney company. This is not a new rumor. This is something that actually surfaced no. several years ago. Uh, and I, I believe at the time, because Bob Iger was getting ready to leave the position, you know, everybody was speculating that one of his last hurrahs was going to be that he was going to sell the Disney company, right? So it's not anything new. Um, but he said that it was pure speculation. Who knows? Maybe one day? The Disney company will be sold to Apple. I don't know if there's like weird laws that they'd be breaking or if um, is it the FCC that um, what's yes. the regulating? Yeah, the, the yep, FCC yep, yep, is the FCC. what regulates these big yep. mergers, right? I don't know if the FCC would allow a merger this large. And I think that the speculation of that came when Bob Iger was originally uh, trying to figure I'm out sorry, how long uh, he was going to. FTC, the FTC, FCC, right? FTC, FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. I knew it sounded funky. I just wanted to. I looked it up. I was like, "Wait oh, a minute!" But anyway. thank you for that. Thank you. Um, so, so the FTC, yeah. So uh, the original rumor, I believe, started to really surface when Bob Iger uh, was thinking about leaving, and there wasn't a successor plan. Right. Like there was a, you know, Tom Staggs had already left the company. Josh DeMauro had come up, but they didn't really know if he was going to take over. And because of that, like some, I want to say some pretty big financial analysts were saying, well, you know, the, the next big move should be that Disney buys or Apple buys Disney because Tim Cook is a really great CEO. They already have a great relationship with the Apple company. So maybe this is where it's going. Well, he squashed that for now, but I don't know. Maybe one day. Who knows? I don't. I hope it never happens. But anyway, yeah. 
mean, if uh, you look also... at it too, like like Disney is worth somewhere upwards of a hundred and seventy billion dollars, um, and Apple does have you know around fifty billion cash in hand um, mm-hmm. at this point, but that's you know they're still uh, you know worlds away on cash. Uh, you know, they, they could, you know, do different, you know, they invest in blah, 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 but, uh, that's a lot of money to, to buy, uh, just another humongous company. Um, yeah. and I, I, I don't think the FTC would allow that to happen. Um, you know, you never know with some of this stuff, but it, it seems very unlikely to me, especially since this rumor has been going around for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He talked about the restructuring of the company. And, and this was something that we already knew, right? Uh, getting rid of some of the people that Bob Chapek had put in place for the, the media and entertainment group that he had put together. Uh, some of those people are gone. So there, there was already talks of when he first came in a week ago, talks about him reorganizing that, you know, to structure it more the way that he had it before. Let's see. Uh, they're still they're still not going to be hiring new people. He mentioned that they were going to reassess the cost structure of the company before they made any more mm-hmm. decisions. So they're still not going to be hiring uh, more cast members, which you know I think is still going to impact the parks. There's been an increase in park guests. But we still don't have a lot of cast members to support that. You know, you talked about your recent trip, Andrew, and a lot of the animatronics that weren't working and some things Mm -hmm. just didn't look like they were being kept well. Uh, So that's going to continue to be the case, I think, until they figure out what this cost structure, you know, is is going to mean. Um, Streaming services were talked about. Disney Plus was uh, also one of the topics that, you know, they're going to be concentrating a lot on getting new subscribers because they want to make the service profitable. This is, you know, something that's always been the goal. We knew that going in that they had a, a buffer built in because they knew that going in they weren't going to immediately make money. So that's going to be a really big thing that he concentrates on. Really, I think the main thing that he's going to concentrate on during his new tenure with the company, he he talked about how he wants people to return to work in their offices. Like he doesn't want work from home. Uh, he wants people to return because he feels that it's it's better for collaboration that people work together better and that it's more creative when you're in person together. There's a part of Mm -hmm. me that doesn't fully believe that I've had an opportunity to work with people over zoom and I've, I've had the opportunity to work with several creatives on some projects where I don't think it would have made a difference if we were in person or not. Like it, it turned out well. It has to do with the people and how they work together, not whether you're in the same room. But that's that's my opinion. I don't know how you feel about that. That seems to be the big push right now is we're getting back to the office and back to the thing. And this it's it seems to be a lot of people are saying getting back to the office. And it seems to be a lot of a, um, 
you know, the older generation thinking of, well, you got to be in the office. We pay rent for this building, so you better come here and whatever. Um, now, I, I, I can see the point of, of, you know, collaboration and stuff like that. Being in the room is, you know, I'm in a creative, uh, somewhat creative field, and I, I do find that, um, especially when, like, different ideas and things like that do come differently on zoom than they do come on uh, in person. Um, but most things I, unless you're, you know, I think it all is dependent on, on what your field is and what you're doing. And, you know, there's a lot of different factors. So I don't think that, it should be a blanket term, like blanket thing for every position that has ever existed, because there have been plenty of studies out there that say people are more efficient and are happier and get more done working from home than they do at the office. Um, there's pl plenty of studies out there. I mean, I can't work from home because uh, I have to build a thing that <laughs> people come and see. Um, so <laughs> kind of hard for me to do. But a lot of people, you know, can work from home and be as productive, if not more productive than they would be at an office and be happier uh, just generally. Yeah, working from home pretty much has given like I've seen people actually be more creative because they're not under the stress of being in the office. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if having to go back to the office really does help. I hope he does. I hope Bob understands and maybe there's a little bit of give and take and maybe suggest like a certain time. But, you know, I think he should allow everyone to just, work from home i mean why not if we're gonna get the same product then hey let i mean if it produces the same thing if it ain't broke i mean why you gotta fix it so yeah, yeah. that's what i, I think, think people yeah people don't realize how old bob Iger is very I think, at, at some point he's in his 70s mm -hmm. um so He's been around a long time, and I don't think I even realized how old he was when they came back. He's like, "Oh yeah, seventy whatever year old Bob Iger." I was like, "Oh, he's a grand. He's he's very old." Um, so, uh, you know, there, there there's just a lot of you know mentality when it comes to work and office and yada 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 that has been ingrained in our society for so long that it, it's kind of like, well, that's how we've always done yeah. it. So I agree. Why shouldn't we? We should do it like that. We always did it like that. I'm like, well, there's the, other ways are good too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, I'm definitely one of the people that falls into that category of you know working from home. I think works better. I'm I'm very fortunate to have the opportunity to work from home, but you know, not sitting in traffic. Um, you know, the, there's extra time that I can spend with my kids. You know, there's. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's the wear and tear on my car is a lot less than it was before, you know, gas, you know, it, you know, we're not buying as much gas as we used to. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. There's, I don't have to get up as early as I used to, you know, and I believe it or not, I, because we've been home, like I eat way healthier 
than I used to mm-hmm. because like fast food was usually the easiest thing to get when you were out on your lunch break because you had you know a set amount of time where you had to go and quickly get your stuff and then come back and then scarf it down real quick and usually fast food was the easiest but you know when you're at home you can plan out your meals a lot easier you can eat them when they're nice and hot you know you take your lunch break you spend 5 10 15 minutes making your meal and you still have the rest of your lunch break to just kind of hang out and eat you know so there's mm-hmm. a lot of benefits to it and like you said oh, yeah. that that mentality of this is how we've always done it you know is um you know it it's not always to to the benefit of people so we'll like you said Mel I hope there is a little give and take on that one uh let's see he also touched on Oh, on the the bill in Florida where, you know, there was the whole beef with with Florida's governor. Uh, he did uh, touch on LGBTQ plus. And uh, I think the quote uh, that a lot of people were reposting from that is he said, one of the core values of our storytelling is inclusion and acceptance and tolerance. And we cannot lose that. Uh, I agree. I think there's a lot of, regardless of what you hear, I think the Disney company has done better in representation. Uh, I think that it was something that maybe should have happened a long time ago, but the fact that it's happening is great, right? Like little by little, you see it changing and you see them including a lot more. So that's a plus. And yeah. The fact that he's just kind of finally saying like, yes, we're just going to we're going to continue to do this. Like, you know, this is part of our audience and we're not going to exclude them. That's great. I'm glad that he just straight out said it. I know there's been a lot of I don't want to say flip flopping on it, but a lot of vagueness around, you know, how that was treated, like that entire thing that happened in Florida. Uh, there was a lot of vagueness within the company. So. I had oh, and the last thing that he talked about was the uh, the reservation system. You know, we speculated that he wasn't going to get rid of it. That if anything, he was going to just kind of tweak it a little bit. Uh, there's been uh, a lot of like clickbaity articles of you know saying like Bob Iger was shocked at the prices you know set for tickets and for this and this and you know with the with genie plus and and everything right uh yeah because it's expensive (laughs) if those articles (laughs) are true yeah it's because they're very high uh but he did mention that he was going to talk to josh tomorrow about the reservation system since he's in charge of all of the parks and i think i'm going to stick to what i said i don't think they're going to get rid of it i think i think they're just going to modify it in a way that feels more in tune with what we were used to before. Mm-hmm. But like they they benefit a lot from having the reservation system because they can use it for staffing. I don't think they've used it for staffing effectively as of now, but it has the potential of being used for staffing. You know, and Well, like Larry said last week, it was so they could understaff things is how they've been it seems to be using it not not to make sure it's staffed enough it's to under you know staff as little as possible right and sadly you know i i want to be optimistic about it which is why it's not yeah but i mean he's right 
you know, sadly that that's how it looks and that's how it looks like it's being treated. But, uh, I mean, Bob Iger doesn't have a very easy task, right? I think the biggest thing that's no. coming out of this is the fact that, you know, I, th- there was an article posted on discord that I think we'll talk about next week. I don't think, um, I'm not sure if either one of you had an opportunity to read this, but, uh, FGP squad member Nita posted an, uh, time article with Abigail Disney. You know, they interviewed her about mm-hmm. you know, Bob Iger coming back and everything. Did either of you read that yet? Not I've only seen all of it. yeah. <laughs> I've only seen parts of it. Yeah, I haven't had a chance. Well, uh, once you read it, you know, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit more. But just to touch on that, and only because it's related to this, is, um, you know, she made a lot of of points that I've talked about with people, and when I said them, they're like, oh, I you know, it's very conspiracy theorist, and you know, that's not what's happening. And one of the things that I mentioned, um. And I kind of said it begrudgingly because I thought like, man, like, like Bob Iger, I don't know if he's, if he would do this on purpose. Right. But mm-hmm. he left the company so quickly that it felt like something was wrong. Right. And at the time there was two things that were kind of floating around. Something's like super wrong with him, like health wise, or he's getting out because he's going to jump into a presidential campaign run. And I thought, okay, yeah. like like the way that he's leaving like seems like it's a political thing or there's like some heavy health issues with him. At least that's what I thought, right? Mm-hmm. And neither one of those turned out to be true. But what we did know at the time was that the pandemic was raging across China. And the pandemic mm-hmm. was making its way into other countries. And it was really like right in line with when he left the company. So the speculation that some people have is that he left the company because he knew of all the difficulties and he didn't want that like bad mark on his permanent record sort of situation. And so, you know, like I said, I admire Bob Iger. I've read his book and everything, and I've learned a lot about him through reading that. And, you know, the way that he did a lot of the things that he did, not everything, but a a lot of the things that he did, I, I admire you know, because not a lot of other CEOs have ever done something like that. But uh, like I said in our last episode, there's things that Bob Iger did that I just don't agree with. Like thinking back on the entire situation, uh, I I would love for you to read it. And, and you know, we'll talk about it a little bit more next week. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'll leave that, right? But the optimistic side of me is that, you know, is telling me that Bob Iger is coming to rectify a situation that I don't think anybody saw coming, right? And so now yeah. he's back at the helm. I th- I think it's going to be hard for him to get it back to like 2019 Disney. And so and I think that's what people are hoping. And I and if you're hoping that, to be clear, I don't think we're going to get that. So I think we need to temper our expectations because it's not going to be 2019 Disney again. It's going to be 2023 disney with a 2019 twist right so yeah uh, i think if we all understand that the company the company has been trying so hard to help disney plus not completely sink using the parks that now that park revenue has started to drop bob Iger has to figure out like how do we fix both of these now? Because we've always yeah. said 
that if there's a problem with the parks, the best way is to speak with your wallet. Don't go. Don't buy the product. Don't do it. And they will change, right? But we would always follow that up with, but there's always people that will pay, right? Mm -hmm. But there was enough people that finally didn't where the parks are now beginning to suffer because of all the all the cuts and you know the service and how they've been maintaining the attractions all that stuff that now Bob Iger has a bigger thing to fix like now he doesn't have Disney Plus to fix now he only he doesn't only have Disney Plus to fix now now he's got Disney Plus and the parks that he's got to fix and public perception and and lots of things like yeah. it's, it's it's lots of it's a it's an uphill on battle. top of finding a successor a yeah. proper one <laughs> like that'll ever happen um i i think i, I don't think we're ever going to get somebody that's going to be a bob Iger again I'm I'm sticking to what we talked about last week, man. I think it's yeah. time for the Disney company to go back to two people running stuff for a while where you have like the business sided person and you have the creative sided person and they kind of play off of each other. But let's just bring back 80 whatever year old Michael Boom. Eisner. He'll do it. I'm sure he's, <laughs> he's around. chomping at the bit to do it. But look, I mean, overall, I really am optimistic that Bob Iger is going to make sufficient changes where it it's going to feel a lot more magical you know maybe not like it's not going to be like next week it's going to be like boom like it's fixed right but over time uh probably in a couple of years you know a year or two going yeah. into it i think we're going to begin to feel like okay it's it's disneyland again right like this is the disney company and i say disneyland because that's our closest park but um, yeah, I mean, do you think that in the next couple of years, like, we'll start seeing the same thing? Or, like, what is your time estimate for when you think we're going to start to see some changes that are really going to impact how we feel going to the parks? Two plus years. It won't be two. It's, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's really hard to speculate, but it's it's also hard to, like, enact changes that, because of how, how much JPEG has changed the company like internally that there's a lot of just reorganizing restructuring that's going to uh take a lot of the time just to fix that before i think even some of the stuff can happen you know i'm hopeful that within a year or so we'll see some light at the end of the tunnel of, you know, some glimmer of hope uh, of, you know, something small, whatever that may be. I don't know, but uh, it, it it's hard to say. Like you said, 2019, 2015, Disney is not coming back. We might get some semblance of it, but the world is a different place and the company has weathered a storm just like everyone else has and has changed f for what, you know, not necessarily for the better, but has changed because it had to. And so nothing will be the same, but hopefully, like you said, we'll, we'll have some semblance of that Disney of the past that we were all so accustomed to um so to answer your uh quick question in a very long and then short form 
hopefully uh, I give it a year to get some sort of hopeful change and then, yeah, more close to Melissa's thing for something major. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I want to say that I think it already does begin, like it already is kind of feeling a little more magical, just like morale-wise. Uh, I'm surprised that, I mean, I don't know if people posted this. Is there an equivalent of Ding Dong the Witch is Dead but for Disney? <laughs> um, well, it's going to take me a minute. I don't think there is, right? Like nothing with that with that happiness for like something that just happened that bad. Like I I'm having trouble. The only thing like the- I could think of is it's not not about a witch, but when Jack returns and everyone celebrates that he's back and he's like not dead and whatnot, that's where I'm gonna say. That's... I thought of the, the the end of Captain EO when when oh, that's a good <laughs> when they like you know turn her nice again or whatever. Mm. But yeah, the Ding Dong the Witch is Dead is kind of like a a really uh, a poignant piece of uh, of music there from the right? Wizard of Oz. That I I think I'm going to be racking my brain for like a week to see if I can come up with something that is akin to that. All right. Well, I want to throw the question out there to see if anybody maybe has something in mind or something pops into mind while you think about it for the next week. Um because really I I was surprised. I you know, I hate to say it, but I feel like that was the instant uh reaction that we got when we got the mm-hmm. original news. Like I was honestly expecting like videos on tiktok or instagram of people in line for haunted mansion holiday or something just like raising their phone up in the air and be like bob jpeg's gone and everybody like going into song and dance and singing like ding dong (laughs) which is dead or something uh i i don't know like if there's a disney version of that let me know uh and if there's any videos like that send them to me uh i i thought it would be comical but nobody did it like everybody seemingly react the way that you did, Andrew, when you got the news when you were in the bathroom, and then like you walked yeah. out, it's like, oh, <laughs> hey, wow, that happened, crazy. Yeah, you know, I was like, really? All right, now let me wait for fireworks some more. <laughs> like the one time I feel like it was good to have the drama, like nobody put it out there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, if you come up with a song that you think could fit that narrative, uh, write it. And uh, no, write it, uh, share it over on Discord. We'd love to hear what it is. And if I can think of one, I guess we'll give ourselves the homework as well, right? If we can think of one, you know, we'll talk about it next week. But, uh, yeah, so Bob Iger, lots of work to do, uh, but I'm optimistic. I'm I'm glad that, you know, he's kind of maneuvering the ship again because he's the most experienced with it after retiring 384.2 times and coming back to keep running the company, it, you know, it's going to be good. So uh, anything else that you guys want to add before we wrap up today? Uh, there'll be a Quizneyland this week. Uh, yeah, that's, again, I'm, I've am i been real behind because of, you know, a holiday and stuff. So 
I've got the ideas for the questions. I've got to record them tomorrow, and uh, there will be an episode. Nice. Um, yeah. Oh, also, don't forget to check out Larry's thing. I know. Uh, I know. We got to. He's not here on this episode, but check out uh, Larry's uh, Goofy Guy Adventure streams. He's always streaming from Disneyland and stuff. Yeah. So make sure you check those out too. Those are fun. He's having a good old fun time on there. Yeah. All right, that is it. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Ding dong, the witch is dead, the beaten old witch, the wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Part of the Podcateers Network.